So in our first reading today from the book of Genesis, we hear the Lord say to Moses, I will bless those who bless you. I will curse those who curse you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name so famous that it will be used as a blessing. So the Lord is telling Abraham, your name, your name will be a blessing. People will bless themselves by you. So uh, just a couple of things on, on that. Sometimes we uh, maybe have a certain understanding of what it means to bless something um, that has to be, I think, clarified in order to understand this. So scripture tells us like that we can bless the Lord, bless the Lord of my soul, that all that is within me bless his holy name. So when we say, when scripture says to bless the Lord, it doesn't mean that I give something to God, as in I give him a grace that he didn't have. You know what I mean? Like when we think of blessing, we think of maybe God blessing us, so God reaching down to us and helping us or assisting us or granting us his grace. So then on earth, how on earth can I bless God? I have nothing to give God. I, he doesn't need anything from me. I, I can't confer grace on God. So just understand that to bless, uh, in, in Latin, for example, it's uh, benedicere, right? Which means to speak well of, to speak well of. So I speak well of God. So I, I praise him. I worship him, I thank him. That's blessing him. When God speaks well of us, see, when God thinks something, it is. It exists. You know, God can just think something into existence. So God's, God's speaking well of you, your father speaking well of you, is that, that's a blessing because he is saying you are good. That's, that, that, that's like a father's blessing. This is, it's the truth and it confers grace. So when God says something, it is so. So just the idea then that, that when we bless the Lord, it doesn't mean that, as I say, we give him grace, not at all. Uh, it means we speak well of him, we praise him, we thank him, we glorify him, and so on. So uh, I will make of you a great nation, says the Lord to Abram. I will bless you and make your name so famous that it will be used as a blessing. So we can be a blessing. You and I can be a blessing. Um, we can probably be the opposite too. Uh, living in community shows you the wonderful attributes of other people. Marriage is the same or similar. Uh, it shows you the wonderful attributes of your spouse and your children maybe. And it also shows you their weaknesses uh, very, very quickly. Uh, you'll become very aware of every single thing that could possibly annoy you about that person um, I, don't know, I don't know if there's a, a kind of a time period. I'm not sure if there's, if there's a, a general rule for this. Um, I don't know. But eventually, it's going to happen. <laughs> eventually, you will see all the flaws of the person you've married. And that, that becomes a critical moment. Uh, my guess is, and I haven't actually read anything to prove this, but my guess is it might happen probably in, in early 40s when that kind of... Uh, Midlife crisis can sometimes kick in where you're, you're beginning to realize, my goodness, is that, is this it? Is, is this, am I stuck here? Uh, I think that this kind of question can, can enter someone's heart. And this idea, then this, this, this fight or flight, do I stick it out or do I bolt? Uh, and yeah, this it can be a, a, criti a very critical time period for, for marriages. Uh, but... So that's a form of community life. But then we recognize that 
the other person can be a blessing, the other person can be, I don't want to say a curse, but can be difficult. Similarly, I can. I can be a blessing or I can be difficult. It's, we, we have these sides to us. But like, I guess when I was reading this before Mass, I just thought how amazing it would be, or what a gift it would be for us to be able to say, I did my best to be a blessing. You know, I wanted to be a blessing in my case, to Holy Family. I want to be a blessing to my family. I want to be a blessing to my parish. So as opposed to just saying, I want to be a nice person or I want to do good or I want to help, I want to be, you know, a good guy. Instead of phrasing it that way, how about phrasing it like, I, I want to be a blessing. Not with any sense of vanity, but with the original meaning of the word. Like, I want to speak well of God. I want to speak well of those I live with or work with. I want to, 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 to speak like truth, but, but positive truth. I want to do what I can to build up others, to protect them, to, to raise up out of the, the mire and the dung heap those who are, who are lost in sadness, depression, darkness, sin. Not because I'm better, but, but because God has given me the gift of faith. God has given us something that we should not hide under a tub I want to be a blessing and how that will manifest itself in your life I think is up to you to work out but the source is always the same the source is only one if I'm going to be a blessing the source is the Lord so the more united I am with him the more I draw from him the more I have to give because if I'm only giving myself that means I'm full of myself if I keep giving of myself then I'm full of myself if I keep giving from the Lord and I'm full of him I'm full of grace I'm like our lady where I go I bring the Lord and that's the greatest blessing that any of us can ever be so we ask the Lord today that we can be a blessing wherever you are wherever you are watching or listening to this homily that you can be a blessing to your family be a blessing to so be like this this vessel that carries the Lord and that wherever you go, then people can, can draw from it or you can pour some of that into their hearts to be a blessing for others, that others will recognize the greatness of God through you. Amen.